Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of One in Christ. Uh, we're your hosts Jeff and Tino and today we're going to pick up on part two of spiritual warfare and we're going to continue to uh, ex- expand on some of the points we made in the last episode and introduce a couple other points. Uh, Tino, before we get started, man, do you want to go ahead and do a prayer for us? Yeah, that sounds good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say a different prayer. Last time we prayed uh, the prayer against evil. Today we'll be go ahead and pray the prayer for inner healing. Okay, starts. Dear Lord Jesus, please come and heal our wounded and troubled hearts. I beg you to heal the torments that are causing anxiety in our lives. I beg you in a particular way to heal the underlying source of our sinfulness. I beg you to come into our life and heal the psychological harms that struck us in our childhood from the injuries they have caused throughout our lives. Lord Jesus, you know our burdens. I lay them on your good shepherd's heart. I beseech you by the merits of the great open wound in your heart to heal the small wounds that are in our hearts. Heal our memories so that nothing that has happened to us will cause us to remain in pain and anguish filled with anxiety. Heal, O Lord, all those wounds that have been the cause of evil that is rooted in our lives. I want to forgive all those who have offended me Look to those inner sores that make us unable to forgive. You who came to forgive the afflicted of heart, please heal our wounded and troubled hearts. Heal, O Lord Jesus, all those intimate wounds that are the root cause of our physical illness. I offer you our hearts. Accept it, Lord. Purify it and give us the sentiments of your divine heart. Heal us, O Lord, from the pain caused by the death of our loved ones. Grant us to regain peace and joy in the knowledge that you are the resurrection and the life. Make us an authentic witness to your resurrection, your victory over sin and death, and your loving presence among all men. Amen. Amen. Man, that was beautiful. Thank you so much for saying that prayer, man. Right on, brother. Um, And that's that's great. That that prayer was a lot about healing. And and we've been talking about warfare. And uh, one point we, we were talking about earlier is, You know, going to war, yes, there's the offensive attack, there's the attack, but also anybody can swing the sword and cut, but we as believers need to know how to heal. And uh, we feel Jesus has given us multiple examples of how to heal, uh, heal the heart, and of course, number one, be in submission to him. So today throughout, we're going to talk about these points, and, and hopefully you guys can use these things to wage war against the enemy and then also heal the hearts that need healing. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of pain going on right now. A lot of a lot of families are being broken down with this with the lockdowns and just people getting sick and fighting against all these other different things that are happening, whether it be mental or physical sickness. Um, so I just kind of wanted to uh, jump into a couple points here. Um the, the number one, I pulled up another article, it was on godman.com, and it had 12 ways to engage in spiritual warfare. Just They had some just good talking points. And uh, the, full one, the first one was, we must be those who are in full obedience to God, those under his ruling. No person that has a bit of rebellion in him can fight because he's already in the enemy's territory. We must be those who reign in life and who have Christ as the preeminent one in our being and living under the throne of God. Um, I like that point because it, it reminds me of the scripture that says you can't serve two masters. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And especially in the climate right now with what's going on and the world pulling everybody down to this satanic path. Um, 
it's we're really starting to see it, it where you have to choose you've got to choose which side you're going to be on especially right now we're talking to christians all our all of our brothers and sisters that believe in jesus like you can't believe in Jesus, but believe the world is your savior. You can't, you know what I mean? We can't be like Aaron in the Old T Testament. Oh man, Moses didn't come down from talking to God yet. We're not gonna wait for God anymore. Let's build a calf and start worshiping idols again. Wow. Um, so yeah, how do you feel about like the full obedience of God? I mean, did I kind of did I kind of hit that point pretty well? Oh yeah, for sure, bro. And, and uh, kind of what, what you hit a good point, we're talking about a, we also have to heal our wounds and stuff. That's very, yeah. very important. I'm glad you brought that up because uh, um, there was a book I was reading and it talked about, you know, healing that we do have to heal our wounds so we can go forward. And a lot of people don't want to do that because uh, you bring back a lot of uh, a hurt, you know, that, you know, a lot of us, we tend to just like hold it down, hold it down and go on with our lives and just, you know, smile and, you know, be, be, but like, so like, basically when you're trying to uh, heal a wound, you know, um, you just kind of just put it away. It's kind of like, think about like a scab, right? A, a wound happens and a scab creates over, right? So when you yeah. have to heal your wound, a spiritual wound, you have to take off that scab, right? You got to take, that hurts, first of all, take a scab off, right? And then after that, you got to clean it. You got to clean all that scab and all the nasty infection, all that stuff. And that hurts, bro. That's It's fire. It burns you. You know what I mean? And so basically that goes for any, you know, spiritual healing that we have to go through, whatever, you know, any of us have in our in our walk with Christ, you know, which is anything from, you know, not having a, a mom or a dad in your life or, you know, uh, suffering sexual abuse or uh, having an abortion or or same-sex attractions or whatever you might have you know what i mean that wound you know needs to be healed and and that's hard bro you know and i'm, I'm glad yeah. you brought, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up man and then yeah. um this one other thing i just wanted to just to uh talk about you talked about uh you know division in the world that's happening right now and uh, um, you know, now you can't follow two uh, two masters, only one. Um, I remember my grandmother; she was a very spiritual uh, woman. She used to tell us, you know, and tell my mom and stuff in Spanish. She used to say, um, "No entras en el boca del de león." Basically, what it means to say is, "Do not enter the mouth of the lion." You know what I mean? So Ooh. basically, it's like <laughs> because it's like freaking. I, I, that always took me, bro, when I was younger to right now. Like basically. You know, wherever you're at, if you're around bad company and you're around people that are that are doing drugs, selling drugs, or you know, do, doing bad things, whatever, you, you're in the you're in the mouth of the lion. And what does the lion have to do? All you do has just shut it. Boom. That's it. He got you. You know what I mean? And wow. that just refers to back to the the scripture where um you know the devil says he's prone around the world. You know, like a lion trying to see who can devour. You know. Yep. So you know that just really you know took me like whoa. You know that's very powerful. You know with that with that we're saying. Yeah, I, I like that, man. And to go back to your scab analogy, mm -hmm. bro, that is so beautiful because I feel like even in the secular world, man, like people like, like, okay, well, let's take it back. If you, you go to your brother and he's doing, let's say he's commit, he's in a, in a, a, a adulterous relationship with somebody, or he's, he's flirting with somebody a little too much and you, and you approach him and you, and you say, Hey brother, I love you, man. But Hey, this, what you're doing is wrong. It, it, that's like when you say that to somebody it's like opening the scab and a lot of times people are going to get mad at you mm, right yep. they're going to get mad at you for telling them the truth right. and and don't be discouraged don't be in fear to tell your brother that he's do, he's he's about to go into the pit you know because you're commanded to do that number one and uh you, you know number two is the, the proverb says better a wound from a friend than a kiss from an enemy Ooh. 
you know my my wife likes to say this she 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 tells this to her friends as well be careful for those around you that just parrot what you say and what i mean is you're saying oh man i'm you know this person's bothering me and then the person just, then that you're talking to just repeats yeah yeah they're a bad person they're doing this instead of telling you hey man have you examined what you're doing wrong mm. you know what i mean be careful of those around you that just tell you what you want to hear wow if you if your best friend has never told you something that ruffled your feathers and made you think yeah maybe i am doing something wrong here you know what i mean that's part of the process that's so beautiful you have to rip that scab off and it hurts man and it hurts but when you rip it off that's when you allow jesus christ to come in and clean you wow. and clean you with his blood man and wow. that and that's the that's the only way we're going to get out of this hurt that's happening today and uh, you you can look at it you can look at it and the way that the world fights is different than the way that Jesus Christ fights, right? Jesus Christ went in and he told you, "Hey, what you're doing is wrong." But then he gives you that he gives you the proper answer that how to cure that. As where right now we look at the presidential debates and then, you know, all they want to do is is throw mud at each other. There's no actual resolution there, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then when you engage in that worldly warfare, look at how disrespectful they are. You know what I mean? Like it's a circus show. They're they're yielding insults at each other. There's like no common no common respect that this is a fellow image bearer of God. Right? You know, and and that's what happens when we submit all of our our trust into the state and allow and allow uh men <laughs> to rule us. You know, a healing is a lot harder. It seems like they don't want to heal the wound. They just want to make it worse. Wow. So, dude, that that, yeah, that was beautiful, bro. I I just wanted to like wow, that was awesome, man. I just I, I pictured when you just said, you know, allowing the blood of Jesus Christ to uh, uh, heal your wound, man. You know, that for, that was so deep what you said, because I could just imagine the imagine the blood of Jesus Christ just, you know, coming, just flooding your soul, flooding your wound. You know what I mean? It's just like, and that's, that's what we call, you know, basically the great awakening. You, you get awoken to God's, you know, mystery and majesty and his love for you, you know, and that 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 right, right there calls for a great conversion. You know, that, that's the great yeah. conversion when I call, man. But that was beautiful what you just said. Thanks. No, you're right. The, the great conversion, right? Like when you finally turn from your sins, you repent, you take on that change of mind and then you become converted into this new creature, man. And it's and it's funny, like we were just talking about the blood. That was one of the points here. It said, don't forget to declare, the, uh, excuse me, to claim the blood of the lamb. That's how we've over, that's how we overcome Satan because he already gave us that last blood atonement that sacrifice to cover all sacrifices from here on out we have the ultimate sacrifice from our ultimate high priest jesus christ man and there's really blood uh, a power in the blood mm -hmm. um i i i'm not too sure about like like exorcisms and stuff like that i know that's going a little into your world but i'm pretty sure that they claim the blood of jesus when they're trying to 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 uh repel these demonic forces and there's a lot of testimony where that's not a joke man mm -hmm. this is real stuff i know it gets a little into the the supernatural but the, we're this is a supernatural world we have to admit that um pretty amazing yeah that's pretty amazing also um an, another i, I want to talk to you about this this is a great point another point here is it said fight not caring for your life for your soul life satan wants to put anxiety and fear into you to scare with a host of things but we overcome him by not loving our 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 physical life you know wow. what i mean 
and uh, I, I feel like that's people say, oh, well, what do you mean? Oh, are you are you talking about like an extremist? Like you're, you know what I mean? Like you know, there's those other extremists that do crazy stuff and go bang. That's not what we're saying about caring for your life. What we're saying is stuff like this. Like, let's say you're in a job and your your boss comes to you and says, hey, I want you to sign this paper that's that says that you affirm LGBT or or affirms one of these other things that blatantly violate your your conscience. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? And, and there's a great example. There were some nuns, and I don't have the article with me. Um, were they were they nuns? I, they were nuns at a Catholic hospital, but they were they were also involved in the nursing part of, of helping women's um, health. And they the hospital came to them and wanted to force them to do an abortion. And these and these women said no, and it cost them their job. And that's what we're talking about: not caring for your life, because we know that the fathers and the son are going to take care of us, right? Um, so we have to be willing to to say, you know what? I know this is going to cost me my livelihood, but my soul life, what Jesus Christ has given me and breathed into my nostrils from when I was born is more important than me having material and worldly things. My goodness, bro. That is beautiful, man. Like what you just said right there, man, that just made me so hyped up what you just said I'd like yes. wow like that's that's right there dude that's that's the gospel right there what you just said you know we we have to give up our life for Jesus Christ and what you said you know more important than our material physical world but as this life is passing away each breath that we yes. take it's passing away and I know I've talked to you this before about uh I remember watching that movie of St. Paul you know they just made like a little analogy example St. Paul was talking to uh, uh Roman a soldier and he just you know kind of just put his hands in the in the in the river and he just he, he picked up the water and the water that was in his palm you know just it just all that water just went down real fast you know he goes he goes that's your life he told the you know the roman soldier like that's your life he goes is is your life that important you know what i mean and he goes god's life you know is, is eternity forever you know and um you yeah. know but what you just said man that's that's beautiful that's that's the truth man and you know christians we need to speak the truth like that and hardcore you know a lot of people kind of just Hard. like say yep. you know um and that's one of our mission statements we want to speak hardcore truth that decapitate the enemy's lies you know because we have yep. to be bold we have to be strong we have to be confident in front of our families and friends they're gonna call us all this stuff and they're gonna you know uh tell us names and maybe even call us hypocrites or whatever they want to make up but you know we know who the lord is we know he won he he died on the cross for us and he re resurrected and if we follow him that's what's going to happen too we're going to be res resurrected on the last day as well that's it that's it and i liked how you said the the analogy where paul with the water going through his hand you know is basically showing that our life is just a vapor it's here today and it passes tomorrow and when i'm when i'm talking to people I say, I go, man, you, you know, let's say you live a full life. You hope you, man, you're going to live till 95. You know what I mean? That's a long time, almost a century. But now let's look at that on a timeline of eternity that has no start and no beginning. 90 years, 90 years is a hiccup in God's time is a hiccup. And you have, and if you're going to sacrifice eternity for 90 years of maybe having some material comforts, and buying that lie and, and look at most rich people ain't they're not running around happy all the time mm -hmm. you know what i mean because they st they're trying to fill that hole that only god can fill they're trying to fill it with material things so we have to look eternity means forever so yes we have to speak hardcore truth and when you said that at first it kind of ruffled my feathers i go man that's a little intense and then i go wait a second this is eternity is intense <laughs> man we can't 
we we can't not be bold. And the, the reason that me and you have to make this podcast now, Tino, is because the churches have become, we call them evangelifish. They've become soft. You know what I mean? They won't talk about sin. I, I remember when I was discipling to be a youth pastor, I asked the head pastor in it, I had I in my discipleship meeting, I said, I said, uh, Pastor, can you tell me, is you know, uh, these sins bad? You know what I mean? Like, for example, smoking cigarettes, is that bad? Well, uh, well, you know, I don't know. I can't really say, you know, we don't want to say this and that. Well, we know that smoking cigarettes is bad for your body. And God tells us to honor mm -hmm. our temple. And I know this is a, a mini example. But what I'm saying is, is here is a basic thing. The pastor should have said, yes, you need to honor your temple. That's that's not right. If you're smoking a lot of cigarettes or, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like... The, the church won't call out sin, brother. This is what I'm saying. And this is especially on my side of the aisle. You go to a lot of these churches and they're all they're telling you about is, oh, how to be financially secure. It's like a, a, a motivational speech. So what that's created is now there's a vacuum of truth. And brothers like me and you are going to come in here and we're going to speak hardcore truth. And it's going to upset people. But you know what? Pe people forget that Jesus wasn't just a hippie running around making people smile. Most people that he talked to got upset with him. They didn't, they called him a glutton. They called him demon possessed when he was telling them the truth because they didn't like it. And that's what we encounter. We tell people, hey man, this is the truth. They go, oh, you're crazy. You're crazy. They love to use that word crazy. And Dave Chappelle said this in an interview. He said, crazy is the worst thing you can call somebody because it's dismissive of somebody else's position. You automatically condemn them. So be encouraged. If you're getting called crazy, brothers and sisters, and you're representing the gospel and truth and love, you're probably doing the right thing. Yeah, dude. Because <laughs> they called our father that. For too, sure, man. So. You, you, I just wanted to expand a little bit on what you say. Because, you know, you nailed it on the button with a lot of stuff you said. And, you know, as far as my side, as far as the Catholic Christian, Christian world on my side, uh, yeah, there's basically a great division as well as far as uh, 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 priests and bishops and, and uh, parishes, different parishes around uh, the world. You know, um, basically, it's, we, they talk about, you know, it's the Church of Nice. You know, that's why we try to... The Church yeah, of Nice. The reason when we got in, in this in this place we're at right now, we're not speaking the truth. You know, from both both areas, from your area, yeah. my area, we have to speak the truth. Like, that was perfect what you said when they said, yeah, don't you know that, you know, your, your uh, body's the temple of the Holy Spirit? You know, you got to keep it pure. You got to keep it clean. You know, and truth hurts. Right. Truth hurts. That's what they say. Like, you say, hurts. you can't handle the truth. And, you know, that movie, I think it's, uh, what is it, The Good Man or something like that? That movie where it's about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly yeah, what you're you know, talking it's like, about. It's true because truth hurts. Truth is, is powerful, man. You know, it, it shatters your life, you know, but it shatters you for a good, yeah. good, good uh, way. You know what I mean? If you allow it to. And, you know, yeah. I want to go back to also what it says. What does Christ say? He says, if you love me, you will follow my commandments. That's what he says. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, yep. what's it called? Like, at the end of the days, what is he? So he's talking to us apostles and saying, like, people are going to call him saying, Lord, 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 you know, uh, uh, I preach your word. I, I healed uh, uh, people in, in your name. I, I cast out demons in your name. And he, what is he going to say? Be gone, for I never knew you. You know what I mean? Like, that's scary. What did you say? That's scary. That's like, scary. You need to wake, that, wake up and say, what did you say? Though? He goes, you, where were you at when I was hungry? You know what I mean? Where were you at when I was thirsty? Where were you mm. at? You know, all that stuff. Like, he's actually calling us to love each other and help each other. You know what I mean? And like I, we said in the other podcast, too. Yes, physically, but also what we're doing right now. You know, people that are, are poor in spirit, talking to people, counseling people. Yes. Like, because it's hard to, you know, go and tell your brother or your sister, hey, you know what? You're doing wrong. Or, you know what? Hey, this is not a good way to live. Because right there, that can cause a fight automatically. 
You know what I mean? Real quick. So yep. that we're doing God's work, doing that, what he's calling us to do, because that's the hard stuff, you know, yep. to, to do nowadays. And people don't want to hear it, but, you know, we got to spill it out. It's the truth. Yeah, I mean, look look at the example when when Paul called out Peter for being a hypocrite because hypo, uh, uh, Peter wouldn't he went and sat with the Jews he wouldn't sit with the Gentiles. I mean, you don't think that Paul here he's calling out one of the greatest apostles. Like, you don't think that he was scared to do that? Yeah, he might have been physically scared, but it's his responsibility, just as it's our responsibility to tell our brothers and sisters that are walking into the fire, no, there's a better way. There's a way out. You don't have to do this. So yeah, we might, we might call out your sin, just as we hope you call our sin out, but we're offering the solution, and the solution is to come in love and 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 listen to what Jesus Christ has to say about your situation. Because, like He says, every temptation that is is put onto you, Jesus Christ provides a way out. And that's and that's another point here that I wanted to say was staying in the Word. It's important that we stay in the Word. We we look at what does the gospel say. We we look at some of these 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 uh, men that have come before us um, and what they've written. You know what I mean? And we test it against the scriptures, and then we apply it to our lives. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's called taking the sword of the spirit. It, it's our offensive weapon. Is what it says right here. Wow. You know what I mean? I, I love um, it. Just I'm sorry. Jeff, we don't. Wait. No, I just want no, to go just ahead. real fast explain what you just said. Like that's, that that struck me. Where saying you said that. Uh, when you know any sin that you have uh jesus you know has a way out from that sin you know that's 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 powerful yeah. man i just I, I just wrote that down yeah any, any sin. sin any and that means and we're not just saying oh homosexuality or you know no no dude drugs anger anxiety fear if god calls us not to live in fear or have anxiety you know what i mean like because those things they, they block you from seeing what you really need to be doing you know so um yeah man it's 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 really important dude yeah um let me uh let, let me move to another one here this what does it say okay uh, we need to fight by standing that means to withstand to stand against to resist to keep a position of victory you know the Christian walk is a is a is a walk of victory. Jesus Christ won. We know the end of the story, and then it goes on to say it takes strength to stand. We will be unmovable in this warfare. We will be unmovable. It may not look like it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You you, you could turn on the fake news and it be you would think, oh man, we're losing this fight. But the reality is, is Jesus Christ is winning. If they get this judge in and, and they overturn Roe versus Wade, dude, we're For going sure. to be winning. You know, and another example I wanted to bring, I didn't want to get too many like news articles in here, but I want to give brothers and sisters an example of us winning. There was a lawsuit that was just filed against Netflix finally for that disgusting oh. cuties movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It got indicted. They got indicted by nice. a grand jury. What, so what does that mean? That means that the world doesn't mm -hmm. always win. Just because the world makes it seem like they're so powerful, that doesn't mean they win, dude. So this is a very pivotal time in history where I feel like Jesus is giving us an opportunity to uh, stand up, wage war, even though like, you know what we're doing on this podcast, this is our way to fight back against the enemy. And um, I, I'm finding more people are doing what we're doing and, and they're, they're realizing that we could stand together and fight back against the enemy and take this world back. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. You know, I mean, pe people forget that, that Jesus is still in control of everything. You know what I mean? Like he never, he never relinquished that control to Satan. People say, oh, well, Satan's in control of this world. Well, he might be in control of the secular world, 
but in, in control of him even, he can only do it like with Job. God told Satan, you can only do so much. You can't take his life. Yeah, you might make it miserable, but you can't take his life. So there's limits to Satan's power. God's power is unlimited. And that should that should give us the strength and courage to stand by, put the armor of God on, and take the word and use it as the sharp two yeah, sword. And like you just said about people saying, Oh yeah, that you know, God left and stuff and you know the devil's in charge and stuff like that. He's not doing anything, you know. That's completely completely false, you know, yeah. what people are saying. Um, a lot of great scholars are calling this we're in the time of the hour of mercy. That God is, you know, He's not coming yet because He's giving us, you know, time to repent and change. This is the this is called the great yes. hour of mercy. And uh, um, a lot of uh, uh, great saints talk about this. And uh, one of the saints uh, that talks about this, Saint Faustina, um, uh, is it cool if I uh, talk about a little bit about Saint Faustina real quick? Okay. Cool. Oh, absolutely, uh, man. Yeah. So basically, uh, basically calling the great the the hour of mercy right now, you know, and. We believe that uh, Saint Faustina had some visions of the uh, of Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ sent her uh, to uh, heaven and hell, right? And um, one one road was was a big, really big, broad road, right? And a lot of people were going down that that road, and that road was was filled with sand, and there was flowers everywhere, and people were dancing and having a good old time and joking and laughing. You know what I mean? And um, at the end of the road, they were having so much fun that they didn't even know that the end was 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 there, right? And they were just falling down, falling down cliffs, you know, off the cliffs, boom, boom, boom. And that was the abyss of hell, you know, that they were falling to, you know. So they were having so much fun, just like wow. the world right now. A lot of people are not even caring. They're just going on their everyday lives and, you know, following their their uh, carnal desires that they have, whatever. And it's, it's all about me, 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 whatever. Do what you want. Do what they will. Love is love. All that nonsense that the world is preaching right now, you know what I mean? Which they need to wake up because they're going down that big, huge road. And then... Um, Yeah, so then the the other road was St. Faustina was talking about was a, you know, very narrow road. You know what I mean? It was more, uh, actually said, like, more like a path, right? And it was filled with very sharp rocks, uh, very sharp rocks and, and uh, thorns everywhere, right? And said that in that, ro- in that path, people were, were were falling down, you know, on the, on the rocks and cutting themselves on their knees. But they would get back up, right back up and keep on going. You know what I mean? They were, there was crying and stuff. They were suffering, you know, but they would keep on going. And then once they... Uh, finished the end when, when they got to the end you know they saw uh heaven it was heaven this, this paradise this beauty and once they entered it they forgot about all their sufferings right away you know what i mean wow. and it's just like so it, it's so beautiful <laughs> dude it's like and then um you know she talks about about how and stuff like that as well you know when she's going to hell and god sends her there as a vision you know how and we could talk talk about that in different podcasts it's uh, yeah. uh, pretty pretty long but it's it's very powerful bro and it's very scary you know what i mean and, and very real and people don't think because a lot of people think like we go church of nice they think that there's no hell and they think that there's no devil you know what i mean right it's just totally wrong he is real and he exists and that's the greatest trick what did he say he says the greatest trick of the devil is to uh convince people that there's no no devil you know what i mean yeah amen yeah amen and, and to tie back to that that's such a beautiful imagery that she had of Matthew 7 verses 13 and 14, which says this, enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many 
enter through it. But Ooh. small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Why? Because the road to the to Jesus is filled with sharp rocks and thorns, and it's hard, man. It's not meant to be easy. So if it's easy and everything's so nice and perfect, you're probably in the church of nice, and you're practicing niceanity. <laughs> and, uh, and you know what I mean? We're, we're called to love people and be nice when the time is right to be nice. But that's not always the right thing to do. We have to be truthful. And the truth hurts. And it's foolishness to those headed to that destruction, that road of destruction. So, yeah, yeah. man, that's that's powerful, dude. That, that's that's saying spot on, man. Yeah, and I'm glad I'm glad you said it like that with, with power, power and conviction, you know, because that's that's what we need. And everybody that's that's listening right now, you know what I mean? Um, you know, how is real. You know what I mean? We need to, we need to change. And not, it's not when we need Jeff talk. It's not we're just saying that we know we're all perfect and, and saints and like that. You know, not 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 whatsoever. You know, we're just, you know, speaking the truth and we're trying to, you know, follow that narrow road as well. You know what I mean? Yes. We fall, we cut our, we cut our knees, you know, we, we cut our, our hands on, on the thorns, whatever, but we give back up, we give back up and we keep on going. You know what I mean? And a lot of people, Amen. like they say, the church are nice, the church are nice. People think like being a Christian is like, uh, it's easy. Like like we said before on the other podcast, we said, you know, people think that all you got to do is say this, this prayer. And then after that, you're in heaven. You know, yeah. 100%, like, no, I mean, no, it's, you know, no, it's a start. It's a start. Don't get me wrong. You know what I mean? You acknowledge right. that, you know, who the creator is and you understand that you're a sinner and you need God, but it, it's a walk because if, if it was so easy like that, it wouldn't say it in the scriptures, all this stuff saying that a lot of people go to the broad one, you know what I mean? And that's how, and only a few go to the narrow one, you know what I mean? Which is in heaven. You know what I mean? And, you know, also talks about in the scripture. I said in my last podcast, we said those who preserve to the end will be saved. You yep. know what I mean? Like, so we have to be in constant, you know, prayer with Christ, basically in constant connection with our, with our Lord God and be united with him so he can help us. You know what I mean? Stay on that road. Right. Yeah. And, and you, yeah, you hit it good, man. We're, we're called to be salt and light. And what is salt? Salt is, salt is a preservative. You know what I mean? God has told us to preserve things, preserve his word and to, and to spread it and, to, and to, to speak it. And that that becomes the light that shines on the darkness and exposes the evil, man. And, and that's that's so powerful. Yeah, we have to we have to preserve all the way until the end, all the way until the end. And it, it's not easy. It's not easy. But thanks be to God, he's given us so many different tools to fight back to where it won't be easy, but at least you have the weapons to win the war, man. And, mm -hmm. and, and that's what they're not teaching in the churches right now. They're not teaching us how to fight back. They're just teaching us how to lay down and, and be almost like walked over. That's how I feel. Cause they're submitting to the world. That's what you're, when you're submitting to the world, that's what you're doing. You're just laying down everything. You're not, you're not supporting Jesus. You know, it's, it's scary how many of the churches today are, are, are doing that. Are the church of nice, man. Wow, bro. Like, would you just say that, 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 that hit me good. And you just said like, they're teaching us to lay down and basically be yeah. a church of nice and not say anything. And that basically goes against what you said earlier in the podcast that we have to stand we have to stand up, you know what I mean, for what is yeah. truth, what is right, regardless of what anybody tells us. But, you know, that is true, man. People, they're teaching us how to be nice and be passive and, you know, lay down. Don't tell them that's going to hurt their feelings. Don't tell them the truth that they're leaving wrong. Don't tell them that, you know, because we, we might lose their membership. We might lose their funding. We might, you know, whatever, you know, like, no, yep. we got to tell the truth because hell is real and we love them. And we don't want them to go to hell. That's eternity. Yep. That's forever, bro. That's scary. That's man. I don't. I don't. I don't wish that on my on my worst enemy, man. Nobody, dude. This is real. And like we said, 
Christ doesn't send nobody to hell. We choose, we choose. We choose. You know what I mean? And I mean, ah, man, it just it just hurts me to see a lot of people that are hurting the world and that are confused and blinded by the mace of the enemy's lies. He's he's yep. on he's on full attack mode right now. And I remember somebody said they said that um, a part-time Christian can't defeat a full-time demon. You know, Whoa, like it's kind of yes. like, dude, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta be on it, brother. You know, like, like they, they say, like the devil, he he plots uh, thousands of ways how to destroy your lives. He he doesn't sleep. He's constantly just wondering, how can I destroy Jeff's life? How can I destroy Tino's life? How can I destroy, you know, certain viewers' life that were hearing this podcast? You know what I mean? We have to be, yeah. we have to be on guard. Like you always talk about it, and I love how you talk about that about the Watchmen. We have to be a Watchmen for ourselves, for our family, and for other people because the devil is around like a roaring lion trying to devour us. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Um, let me let me read this. This is back from the article that uh, we read last week. line of this part was Satan's strategy in spiritual warfare. Satan's work in, in this warfare is made clear in Revelation 12. Once he's cast out on earth, he will do war with the saints. Satan's sole job is to fight against the saints of God. He does it day and night. He's busy to deceive the world, damage mankind, even to destroy man by sin, death, and all kinds of strangements and devices. He's implanted his nature into the human body with its lusts and passions. He is fortifying the fallen uh, mind with its thoughts and strongholds, with all kinds of philosophies and isms, which we see a lot today. And he keeps the human spirit deadened by un and unexercised. Satan's work towards the saints is to torment and wear out the saints. It wants to wear us out. Um, My God. Uh, so basically, yeah, that was it. Basically, Dude, can't, go ahead. Dude, wow. I, dude, you got to send that to me, man. I will. That was, power, that was powerful, man. And what is kind of crazy, you, you uh, what I just it pointed out to me is say, he will use strangements and devices, you know, to fight against the saints, you know. And it was pretty crazy that, you know, we were talking earlier and we actually had to re-record re this because we were cut off. Yeah. When you were, you know, on you were on fire and speaking spiritual warfare that was, you know, uh, um, going against the enemy's lines, you know. And then, boom, we got cut off. Yep. You know, then you talk about strangements and devices. He uses everything <laughs> to stop us. You know what I mean, brother? It's, that's like, a great <laughs> example. It just happened to us two times, man. Once while you were talking, once while I was talking, then he got cut off. So, yeah, he used is everything you know yeah man and then like and like all everything else that said on there was like oh my gosh dude that's a very good uh explanation about the devil against um us that are fighting for the will of god man that's yeah. that you gotta send that to me and i'm gonna i'm gonna put it on my wall <laughs> uh, yeah I, I will man it's it's important you know christians need to to realize this it's it's not a joke man like this he's out there and like you said he, he, the biggest trick he ever played was making people think he's not real but i mean it's it's getting crazier and crazier. Yeah, I, but oh, cool. go ahead. Y'all was gonna say, I was gonna also uh, say something too, Jeff. Um, what's it called? You know how he was saying he's spilling all this stuff out. And he's gonna try to confuse us, make us go crazy or whatever like that. Um, and uh, I remember when I was going through a lot of my spiritual uh, warfare stuff, and I was going, I felt like I was going crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, my mind didn't really uh, comprehend a lot of things, but uh, at that time, bro, I felt like. Even though I was going crazy, I felt uh, the closest to God. I felt the closest to God. It was weird, like you know the whole the whole footprint thing goes, where it says where he, he carries you and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when you're in the hardest times, but also I um I ran across the scripture and it reminded me of of what I was going through. It's it's from uh, Jeremiah thirty one thirty three. It says um I will give my law to their innermost being 
and I will write it upon their hearts. So right there, dude, help me out thinking that even though you're confused in your mind, all that stuff, he's wrote, he's written his law, his love on your heart. It's oh. always on your heart. You know what I mean? So we could be like, your mind could be going crazy and you're like, well, I don't understand this. And why am I thinking this and all this crazy stuff? You know, just look to your heart. Yep. Look to your heart. He, 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 he wrote on there saying, you are a child of God and he loves you. You know, and, and also I remember when uh, Pontius Pilate was talking to Jesus Christ and uh, Pontius Pilate told Jesus Christ, you know, what is truth? You know, what is truth? <laughs> he told Jesus, you know what I mean? And Jesus Christ said, he goes, uh, he goes, uh, all who listen to truth, listen to me. You know, wow. Jesus Christ is like, wow, like it could like it just and I remember talking to like an atheist guy saying, you know what I mean? Like, you know, well, what about people that didn't hear the gospel of Jesus Christ and this and this and that? He was telling me, I said like that. I said, you know, God speaks to every person around the world. And you know, basically what whatever is truth, whatever is truth and good, that is Jesus Christ. That that who that's who he is. So if you yeah. didn't even listen to the, the actual gospel of, of, of the story of Jesus Christ, but you you listen to truth, what is right, what's good, you're listening to God, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. Yeah. And, and, and people say, they, oh, they love to use that. Oh, what about people in the Amazon? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, come on. If, first of all, we've got we've been spreading the gospel almost all over the entire world as it is, whether it be through the Internet and then and through printing of the Bible, because the Bible's the number one printed book of all time. But to tie back to what you said earlier is at first, God gave us his law on the stone tablets. Right. Mm -hmm. And then with the coming of the ultimate high priest who did the ultimate sacrifice for us, Jesus Christ, who gave his life and rose again. And then what did God say? He goes, now I've written. I I've taken my law from the stone tablets and wrote it on the fleshy part of your heart so that everybody knows everybody knows the truth and it reminds me of paul like i always say it's people are suppressing the truth you know what i mean they're suppressing their heart they're not listening to their heart a lot of people suppress their heart with drugs sex all kinds of other money you know what i mean they all these worldly things are just little small pieces that we've used to suppress our hearts because the you know the truth lies in our hearts man yep yep and their hearts gotta be broken they have to actually be broken and you know what i mean to change for christ and people don't want to get your heart to be broken you know what i mean no to, to they be renewed no, they just want they 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 want to they want to become super buff and shredded, but never exercise, right? You got to, <laughs> and when you exercise, you do what? You break the muscle down so it can be rebuilt, and that's what God wants to do to us. He wants us to be broke down and and in our weakness, and He says this throughout the, the scriptures multiple times that He operates in our weakness. Like when when Paul was su suffering from his condition, and he asked God to get rid of it, and, and, and God said, "Nah, man, I'm working through your weaknesses, dude." So that's something that we have to remember is you know we we may you may feel weak but that's how you know god's gonna come through you strong man that's that's important and i feel like personally that's to make sure that we don't get pride yeah because you know you know how it is you do something when you're feeling good you're like oh man look what i did look what i did and no it's look what god did through you exactly you know? remove us remove us and replace that with god exactly bro and then also uh, i wanted to bring up something uh, but it, it goes false to everything you were saying about people that are that are empty and they don't want to get their heart broken and they don't want to change, you know? Uh, excuse yeah. me. Um, and this, a saint actually said, it. he said, uh, when people are empty of Christ, a thousand and one other things come and fill them up. Jealousy, hatred, boredom, malice, resentment, worldly outlook, worldly pleasure, pleasures. He goes, try to fill your soul with Christ so that, that it's not empty. You know what I mean? So wow. basically, yeah, we're just filling, everybody's filling up everything we need. And then also another great saying, uh, said, uh, St. Augustine said, he goes, our hearts, Lords, are, are restless, Lord, until they rest in you. 
you know? Wow. Like, like we're always going to be going crazy. We're always going to be, you know, we can't. That's where we come from, Jeff. You know, like, people have to understand that's that's where, where, where our origin comes from. God Almighty. You know, he's yep. the only nature in this whole universe. You know, so it's like, I remember someone else saying, like, how, when you see, like, a, um, you know, a TV that's plugged in, it's plugged into, you know, electrical outlet. I mean, that's, it gets its source. It has to be plugged in. So our source is God, God the Father. We have to be plugged into him. You know what I mean? If not, what's wow. happening? We're going crazy. We're smoking weed. We're, we're lusting over women. We're doing all this stuff. Yep. We're doing all this crazy stuff out there without Christ Jesus. You know, we need yep. him, brother. We need him. We're, we're, we're trying to find an artificial power source because wow. we don't want to submit to the real one, man. Jeez. And, dude, that, that's crazy what you just said it there. Like, you know, what's what they're talking, like, artificial source. Like, what they're talking about right now, they're using, like, AI now. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. everything's, like, changing, bro. They're, they're even having, like, this is kind of a little weird, but they're having, what, sex robots, too, out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, everything's changing, oh, yeah. brother. It's like, you know, you don't need a woman. You don't need, you don't need that holy matrimony of God and stuff like that. You know, just get a sex robot. You know, yes, we got something like, that's almost as good, right? Yeah, dude. Like, wow, you just nailed it right there, man. That just yeah. that's crazy. Well, and it's it's funny because Satan's the great, he's the great imitator, right? He wants to imitate all of God's stuff. God's all knowing. So what is that? What does Satan do? He harnesses the internet so he can be all knowing, right? Wow. Now we got cameras and everything everywhere. Well, why is that? Because God sees everything. So Satan wants to see everything. You know what I mean? So, so Satan's using some of these worldly things. I feel like, like the internet, our little phones, and all these things to 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 promote his artificial uh, replacement, which is entertainment and, and artificial replacement of joy. You know what I mean? Um, and and de the devil's replacement of joy is entertainment because he can only entertain you. He can't give you true joy. You know what I mean? Not real joy. That only comes from Jesus, man. Uh, but yeah, brother, uh, you were throwing some fire out there, man. The Holy Spirit's really speaking to you. And uh, it reminds me, you just said, like, it's like, uh, like I said, the Holy Spirit's throwing some powerful words in, in your heart, man, your mind. He's called, you call the devil the great imitator. You know, the great imitator is like, wow. And that's so true because, um, you know, in the, in, the, in the beginning when they were, uh, they were fighting in heaven, you know, what the devil, he reviled against God. Why? Because he wanted to be like God. You know what I mean? He told all the other angels, you know what I mean? You know, worship me. You know what I mean? So he wanted to, he wanted to imitate God, you know, and what happened, uh, um, Michael, Archangel Michael, he stepped out in the crowd. He said, uh, I believe he said the words of, uh, who is, who is, uh, un, who is unlike God? He said stuff like that. Right. And that's actually what his word Michael means. That's actually what it means. Who is like God, you know? Oh, wow. And, uh, which it calls God gave Michael, Archangel Michael, the power to, you know, fight against the devil and cast him out. You know, and then also you said something else about a um about a that the devil gives you uh you know entertainment and stuff like that. That's all he can give you, you no know, entertainment and all that, but he can't give you joy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, that, and that's so powerful because it reminds me of the scripture where it says uh, uh the joy of the Lord is our strength. You know, the joy of the Lord is our strength, brother. And yeah, that's basically that's a good uh, example which you said, you know. We can know that if, if something's just giving you like that carnal pleasure and entertainment and like basically happiness, there's a difference between happiness and joy. Happiness is where basically, you know, you have a good job, you have a, 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 you're getting money or whatever, but you know, joy is deep. 
joyous to the soul. You know, you can, you know, you can have basically, you know, if you're, say you lost your job and something's going bad or, but you know, in those times right there, you still praise the Lord. You say, you are the king of kings. You are my God. I know everything's going to be okay. You, you can smile. You can have a, you know, have a beer with your friend, whatever, and laugh. And even though you're, you know, in, you're in debt or whatever, you're, you're hurting, you broke with your girlfriend or your, or whatever, you're in problem with your wife. You know what I mean? You, you trust in the Lord. Yeah, it hurts, but you can still smile deep down inside because the joy of the Lord is your strength. amen (laughs) that's so powerful man that's so powerful it's so needed right now and just with these with the crazy times in the world people need they need to be reminded that there is real joy and it's deep inside your heart man it's not surface level stuff it's it's not just vanity you know what i mean it's it's really a deep love and and that's what jesus offers us man and um yeah uh do you got any other directions you want to go with this? Uh, yeah, you know, I just want to, before we, we uh, uh, end this podcast, I just want to talk about a little about uh, uh, Father Pew. I know I talk about him a lot, but I just want to bring this up, what he said, because we're talking about spiritual warfare. You know what I mean? Sometimes we have uh, bad thoughts in our mind or, or yeah. stuff that's just happening and all that. Um, and it's just a little thing that he talks about. Um, it goes like this. It says, uh, have courage. And do not fear the assaults of the devil. Remember this forever. It is a healthy sign if the devil shouts and roars around your conscience. Since this shows that he is not inside your will. Whoa. Wow, brother. <laughs> I get the chills, man. <laughs> oh, I love Padre Pio, man. I've been I've been studying more of his stuff, dude. And that what an amazing man he was, man. Jeez, brother. Yeah, man. Like wow. and I'm like, I, I gotta say this before we end the podcast, because you know, a lot of us brothers and sisters, you know, are going through a lot of stuff and you know, uh, um, you know, I've talked to my a couple of my family members, you know, like going through the same thing. We're all going through this. If you're a Christian, you're gonna be going through this stuff. You know what I mean? hundred percent. You know, that's what, what basically carrying the cross is all about. You know, and then that makes you feel good. Like, you know, we have to separate also, you know, our thoughts and who we are as ch- children of God. You know what I mean? We yeah. got we got to be in the presence. Like we, we say that, you know, God is the ever living present God. He's always in the now. He's not in the past. He's not in the, in the future. He's always in the now. You know in what I mean? Now. The now. Yeah. So like what gives you anxiety? Anxiety is basically when you're worrying about the future. What's going to happen in the future? What's going to do this? What's, you know what I mean? So you got to, no, 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 no. You got to trust in the Lord and be in the now. You know what I mean? Just yep. in the, the past, you know, think about past and you're depressed. You have resentment of that happening. Just know to ask God for forgiveness, ask forgiveness, you know, try to, to reconcile with your family members, your friends or whatever, and be in the now. The devil wants you to be yep. in the past, the present. He, he doesn't want you to be in the now. And also, he don't want you to be in silence either because silence is, is the words of God. That's how he speaks to us. You know, in wow. silence. You know, a lot of people don't understand. Like, that's how powerful our God is, brother. He don't have to use language to speak to us. He speaks to us when it's all quiet. And he, and he speaks <laughs> to your heart and your soul. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, that's, that's some powerful wow. stuff, man. The only stuff I, the reason I know this stuff, man, because I'm actively seeking, you know, also a lot of the, you know, the great, like, monks and stuff that go out there and that they dedicate their life to God, knowing God and understanding God. And those monks, they actually do it, you know, for, for us as well to teach us. You know what I mean? To teach us how to, to get closer to God and be united more with us to help us in the spiritual warfare because we always say that we are the body of Christ. We're all supposed to help each other, have fellowship right. with each other. You know what I mean? Everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's a good point, man. And I wanted to say too, as far as like helping people, and that, that's what our podcast is about. You know, I mean, yeah, it's helping us, but we want to help you too. So like if you... If you're going through something, man, some spiritual warfare, and you need some encouragement, you can write us at um, one in Christ seven seven one at gmail.com. Email us, man. We we'll, we'd love to talk with you, and we could even interview you on a, one of the podcasts if you want. But 
um, yeah, we're we're supposed to be a body of believers helping each other because when somebody gets cut off from the body, just like if you cut your finger off and it gets separated from your body, that finger's gonna die. So we have to remember that although we're at we are we are saying that there is correction that needs to be said to the saints we also have to be there to heal them too so we're not advocating for people just to go out and call people out you, that's not how it works because that's not how jesus did it to us he he, he make he calls us out but then he calls us back to him and that's what we're doing we're just calling people back to him so that they can be free from this stuff you know what i mean and uh just stay strong in this in this war because it's not going to end till you take your last breath man wow man per perfectly said brother i think that's the that's the best way to end this podcast man thank you for yeah. that brother that was beautiful so uh, on that note tino um We'll stop here and then we will catch back up with you guys again on the next one. Again, if you want to email us, any, if we said something you disagree with, you want to converse about that or you need some encouragement or you just want us to pray for you, email us at one, that's O-N-E in Christ 771 at gmail.com. And until next time, everybody take care of each other and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.